Hey, how's everybody doing? Thank you for tuning in to This Is Real with yours truly, Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Rave. Welcome back, you guys. And, you know, I'm glad that we are here today. Now, I'm super glad. Uh, great guest. Uh, great shows happening. Thanksgiving, you yep. know. Uh, just the holidays yeah, and all that stuff is really, is really, really good. Time yeah. to be with family and all of that. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, we just ate it. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just super incredible. And uh, let's start that again. <laughs> because we were like... It's going to be after, yeah. December 18th. This show is going to be after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And so I, we, I talked in the beginning and then I tried to make it like it wasn't. So we, I think we have to start it over. He went into the it just, That's why I was like, yeah, I went into the... I was like, it just happened. Cause, so... Great. I'm just going to say great Restart. holidays or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. Did I you like, reset the timer? Yeah. That was kind of funny. When, when I was like, I was like, wait a minute, it's Saturday. <laughs> In my head. We just ate it. I was like, we <laughs> ate, had turkey. we ate turkey. <laughs> That's the problem with recording. Three. Wow. We. We. Three. Two. One. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to This Is Real with yours truly, Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Rave. Welcome back, you guys. Man, the holidays has just been rocking. This is so good. Come on. <laughs> I, you know, I, the, and I like the weather. It's yeah. kind of chilly, you know, it's feeling good, you know, you, it ain't too cold, yeah. but you ain't sweating. Yeah. You know, it's just good. So you just can, like, good. carry a jacket, good. but then kind of leave it in your car in the afternoon. Oh, no, Texas <laughs> is tripping. It's yeah. straight up tripping. You're like, it's 40 outside all of a sudden. It's beautiful. You're like, <laughs> taking clothes off. But, um, you know, today we have very, very, very special guests. That's a family in the building. Yep, yep. And you know what? Uh, there's four of us talking today, and one of them is not a guest. But this I'm guest... I'm not a guest, is, Yeah, Pastor Todd's not a guest. Yeah. But the guest is kind of really close Mm-hmm. With the person who not a guest, yeah. you know. So we're gonna have our our co-host, our sugar, guest co-host, uh, Pastor yeah. Todd. We're gonna have him introduce, introduce our yeah. guest today. I'm so excited to have my my sugar, my lump, my boo, my everything, my wife oh. of twenty years. Almost. Are you seeing the way he, he threw that deep? Yeah, he got he got Billy D. All of a sudden he don't say Billy D on me. Yeah, he got real smooth. This is my wife, Tanya. What's going Hello. on, Pastor? How's it going? Awesome, wonderful day. Enjoying the weather as well. Yeah, yeah. I see you with the little sweater on and everything. Yeah. Style a little bit. Come on. It's, now it's the only I don't time. like the cold at all, but oh. yeah. yeah. But it lets you it's rock good. a sweater. Not even though. Texas cold it. though, because Texas cold ain't really like that. That right. cold. It lasts five days. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. Max. yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah, I mean that New York. They they wearing hats and everything already. Yeah. You know, and so uh, you're going to read some letters before we uh, yeah, get Yeah, no, I just want to shout out to all the people um, obviously supporting via YouTube, the Thank podcast, the all of that. And uh, mm -hmm. I just want to shout out some people that have been writing us, sending encouraging stuff, letting us know um, how it's impacting them. So shout out to Charlie Puckett, Mark, um, Jennifer Morris, Danny Martinez, Brian Go Lightly, Jennifer Madison, Alex Crank. Thank you guys so mm -hmm. much. This one. 
Oh, I, I forgot think. one. Oh, John Harrop. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for writing us. You know, yep. you'll hear from us um, if you haven't already. And letting everyone know that, you know, I thought I think it was cool because you had said some people were listening years ago and they found the radio station again. Yeah, super cool. And so they're being blessed by it continuously. And so um, you guys bless us with your letters and, and we connect with you guys that way if you're not able to watch um, or listen live. Yeah, and if you're listening and this is the 7 o'clock show, uh, and let's say you miss it. Mm-hmm. I think you could tune in on Sunday night at midnight. Yeah. And they played again from midnight to one o'clock. So this is for all the quiet. Yeah. Now, I feel like I, at that <laughs> moment, I got to get. So, you know, it, it's yeah. cool how the yeah. show's been played twice. And yeah. shout out to all the Austin people and just everybody that's literally been commenting on our YouTube channel. Uh, I think Canada. There's just been people from everywhere now watching and just hearing really good reports. Uh, on just how you're being blessed. So we just thank you for your support. I'll continue to share, hit the little bell. I think that's what you're supposed to say, right? Yeah, hit the little bell. subscribe to the notification so that you get um, yeah, you know, notified every single time mm-hmm. video uh, drops. So, you know, we've been talking, I think, you know, we try to stay on themes and we've mm-hmm. been just talking about emotions and mm-hmm. feelings. Um, I think it's a big thing um, when we talk about spiritual maturity. Uh, From a biblical place, you always see, you know, not to be led by our desires or our feelings, but to be led by the Spirit of God. But I feel like there's a problem nowadays Mm -hmm. because, uh, or maybe there's just always been the problem and now I'm just Mm -hmm. recognizing it. But the fact that we could say all the right things uh, and still be emotionally uh, immature, Mm -hmm. but yet even be theological. Like I I met people that really know... uh, Really, yeah, the word and pretty much uh, astute or been in church their whole life, but really never really dealt with some of their feelings. So I wanted to open it up and say, hey, what do you guys think when we talk about emotions, right? Uh, We we know that out of control emotions uh, tend to not produce God honoring results. So Mm -hmm. what is uh, what do you guys think? Well, you know, I feel like God actually gave us emotions. Yeah. You know, he uh, blessed us with those emotions in some respects, but in other respects, when we aren't managing our emotions well, then that's when they get out of control. I mean, mm-hmm. when you look at God, God has emotions. There are yeah. several places in the Bible where it says that he's a jealous God. Mm-hmm. But how did God manage his emotions? I feel like we um, we fail to manage our emotions the way that God manages his emotions. Yeah. The Bible tells us that he is loving, that he is merciful, that he is graceful. And so when we get and we allow our feelings to lead us Mm. at the end of the day our emotions are a gauge yeah they're a measure Mm -hmm. they're a test but our emotions and our feelings should never be our guide Mm -hmm. and i feel like that is where we get off track because we allow our feelings to lead us we allow our emotions to lead us versus allowing god to be that ultimate guide in our lives yeah and i like i like what you were stating there because emotions aren't bad because you think well emotions are bad they really aren't I feel like they're an indicator of what's going on in our hearts Mm -hmm. and we all have to understand like I was thinking about this I think yesterday but you know how David is a man after God's own heart so Mm -hmm. even God has a heart you know Mm -hmm. who he is at the core of his being uh, and we have hearts and Mm -hmm. I feel like the emotions are an indicator so uh, you know you can see Jesus weeping Mm-hmm. Uh, which really says it's not a bad thing that you, you know you just got to assess it right in the context of why he's weeping. Mm-hmm. It's compassion, or mm-hmm. you know. But then sometimes 
uh, somebody could be crying because they're a baby and they're really wanting to feed their desire. You know, mm-hmm. just depends what what the feeling is. What it's all about. You know, one of the things that you you that that changed my changed my life, even after being in ministry for as long as I have and being under you. One of the things you keep saying is that we have to every area of our life that's not in line with what we want is is probably an area we have not submitted to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we think about our emotions, it's not that we have emotions, it's whether or not those emotions are submitted to his Lordship. And mm-hmm. we have to get to the place where when an emotion arises, that we ask ourselves, okay, you know, as you as you talked about, you, you gave the acronym of think. Is there anything? Uh, is, what it is, is it true? Is it true? Helpful. Is it uh, helpful? Inspiring. Mm-hmm. And and if we if there's anything good, anything worthy of praise, think on these things. So we quickly have to bring our emotions into the alignment. Mm-hmm. Okay, God, what are you saying? What is your intent in this moment? Because I know that you have good plans for me. I know that you know the answer, even if I don't know it. And to stay in a place of emotional instability is ultimately going to bring destruction. But if I Surely bring good. it back to to who he is and what he intends for my life, then emotions can be good. That's right. good. Seth? Yeah, no, I, I, I love everything that you guys are talking about. And one thing that I've noticed with, you know, just obviously through your own experiences, but then also meeting people and going through life with them is that sometimes like you said pastor tanya is that emotions it's we have emotions okay to have emotions i think sometimes we avoid feeling the emotion Mm -hmm. therefore we don't um know how to practice the emotion of the okay now what do i do with this what 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 Mm -hmm. does god want how does god want me to react with this emotion and sometimes we do the the opposite of an emotion so we'll see a behavior like what you were talking about yeah and we think that we have to address that behavior versus finding the root of that behavior. And okay, I acted this way or I said this uh, because I was upset. Well, maybe I wasn't really upset. Maybe I was insecure. Maybe I was having an emotion mm. of insecurity. Maybe I had an emotion of jealousy, all of those different things. But we're over here treating the symptoms instead of getting to the root of it, you know, and finding out, okay, well, okay, it's, maybe it's all right for me to have this emotion of anger but it's not all right for me to act on it so what would what does the word say to do in emotions of anger what is god leading me to speak or not speak when i have an emotion of you know depression or sadness or that kind of thing you know so um taking the time to address the fact that we have emotions and then allowing the allowing god to filter it you know through his word and our actions to then reflect Mm -hmm. that right right yeah it's interesting um just in of what uh, Todd was saying as it related to what are we thinking about? Mm -hmm. Because I think at the end of the day, our thoughts and what we meditate on, it's the fuel for our emotions. It's the gas for our emotions. So if I'm thinking about all the time how somebody hurt me or somebody wronged Mm -hmm. me, what emotion is that going to fuel? It's going to fuel anger, it's going to fuel fuel bitterness is going to fuel hurt but if I'm focusing on the things of God and I'm meditating on the goodness of God and what he's instructing me to do then my emotions are going to be led toward love and patience and peace and kindness Mm. so it's like what are we thinking about what are we meditating on at the end of the day and allowing that like uh, Pastor Stephanie said that's going to drive what my response is versus just being led by acting out 
out on how I'm feeling at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I, I, I like that because, you know, when I think about the soul and we always say mind, will, and emotions, I, I play that usually backwards. You know, I don't do mind, will, and emotions. I usually do emotions, uh, will, and mind mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I feel like what helped me because for me, um, you know, I was in the world, uh, basically I was just led by every feeling. So it was like feeling, I went after it. It didn't matter what feeling it was. I didn't. Re- I feel like uh, this is the for fathers not to provoke your children, mm-hmm. but I feel like our heavenly Father, His role really is to break our will or our desires. Mm-hmm. So I, I I didn't have that. So I just went after every desire. Uh, so I didn't have nobody breaking my will per se, you know. Uh, and my mom, she did the best she could. But for me, when I became a Christian. Uh, as I, I've said it at the church, like for me, it's like it, it's destruction to the utmost. You know, like I'm either gonna wind up in prison or I'm gonna die if I don't get a ho- hold of these emotions and mm-hmm. feelings because thoughts just come like crazy. Yeah. So I, I started asking myself like my will and emotions. I would say, well, why, you know, why am I feeling this way? And then feeling usually take me to a desire, and then the desire always took me to a thought, mm-hmm. and then I would run that thought. To, is it true, right? Because I mean, not what I embrace is true, mm-hmm. you know. Because we can make something yeah. that's a lie true in a heartbeat. Yeah. We can convince ourselves and go, "Well, I'm right, and this is the right. truth." Right. But I'd have to like process that through, through the word, you mm-hmm. know, and say like, "Man, it, is this true according to what God would say to me?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. then be okay with it. Because sometimes you're not. Let's mm-hmm. just be real. There's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end of thereof is destruction. destruction. Always the truth of a personal truth that's not taking through the filter of the word of God mm. is always limited to your experience. Mm. And so and so having it limited to your experience you you are making a judgment from from a uh, what's the word finite mm-hmm. position yeah, that's it. rather than than the the, the, the infinite po- yeah. infinite position of, of God. And yeah. so yeah. God looks at a situation and he sees not only your experience, but he sees every experience that has ever been yeah. because he created it. And he's giving you truth based on all of that. Mm. And you're trying to develop a truth based on your five years, 10 years, 50 years Ooh. of however living. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it's so much greater out, outside of that oh, yeah. that you are missing it. And so yeah. you, you, you're, you're really handicapping yourself yeah. because you're, you're limiting what He gives what you, you that you, concentrated yeah. orange yeah. juice, right? Like Most I feel ever. like in time, mm-hmm. the more water, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just keeps diluting. Yeah. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's gotten so diluted that we got to come back to that. You know, ain't nothing like, mm-hmm. you, I used to eat that thing out of the, you know, mm-hmm. little tube, you know, mm-hmm. when my mom would pull it out the freezer. Mm-hmm. That thing tastes like a, whoa, like straight, <laughs> so concentrated, you know. <laughs> you have to dilute it. But God's goodness is, is this concentrated mm-hmm. stuff. Like when you get a thought from God, that's why I, I've learned this through my son. Like we used mm-hmm. to kind of debate a little when he was coming off drugs and I was already off drugs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll say, how are you possibly telling me that you, because he, he would be like, no, no, no. We would get into these debates. And I would, and the Lord showed me something in the middle of a debate, you know, because I was like, son, how long have you been sober? He's like, well, you know, this year. And I'm like, okay, well, I've been sober for 10 years, okay? So I would tell him, uh, so I felt like 
my ways are higher than your ways. And I didn't mean that from a I'm better. Mm -hmm. I meant it from a way of I see more because I got 10 mm -hmm. years. So I've maneuvered through some of the feelings you're going through right yeah. now that you can't see past where you at. And yeah. God is ultimately from that vantage point. I feel like mm -hmm. he sees it all. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think it helps with our relationships too, you know, with our in our community because um, sometimes we feel that we can't relate to someone because, mm. well, I don't get angry about that or, you know, I don't really, that it doesn't rub me wrong whenever this person does that. And maybe you, you've gotten to the point in the past where you're just like, well, they should know better. They should react this way, you know? But whenever we have emotions and we understand like what you were saying, Pastor Tanya, that God, how he deals with emotions, then you're like, man, you know what? I, I can definitely understand that you got upset for that, you know? But this is what God does right, or you know right. even if that's yeah. not something that you're currently going through mm -hmm. i feel like it brings us together in being able to help a brother and sister and say let me walk with you through these emotions because we're <sighs> both going to the word to find out what the word says about it and how god deals with them and how christ you know even dealt with it himself so yeah. right and that's why god has given us community yeah exactly to be able to do that and <sighs> to share those experiences yeah. and just thinking about you know god is is asking us to do things because he knows that the plans that he already has for <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think about like when it's he really was good. talking to uh, Joshua mm -hmm. and he was telling him, do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. Fear is a real emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God acknowledged that he had that fear and that emotion. Yeah. But he tell him, do not be yeah. afraid. Be, be strong. Be courageous because I am going to be with you yeah. wherever you go. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like he said, oh. Uh, Joshua, that fear isn't real. Mm -hmm. You know, he acknowledged the fear and he wanted Joshua, to replace your point, mm -hmm. recognize that you have the fear, but replace it with the truth of my word yeah. that I'm with you, that I will never leave you, that yeah. I will never forsake you. Yeah, and sometimes mm -hmm. we don't feel like we have really that. Good. If, like you were talking about, baby Christians, they don't know what to replace it with. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's, again, going back to the community thing that it's like, okay, well, here's what we can do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and that's how the we importance. Can replace it. Yeah. Like, think of, you know, that's the importance of not just having uh, head knowledge, mm -hmm. but allowing the spirit to go to the heart. Mm -hmm. You know, it goes to the bone of the marrow mm -hmm. in Hebrews. Because think about this. If we're not growing emotionally as a person, it, it would be the equivalent of us having kids. You remember we say, well, the problem is kids are having kids. Mm -hmm. Think about that from a spiritual perspective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, that's the, if that's a problem, then how much More is it a problem spiritually that if we're not growing emotionally and we're leading other people we're right. all staying infants. Mm -hmm. Nobody's mature enough to handle an immature person yeah. to be able to say, hey, let's embrace this. Let me help you walk through this. Or, or you know, or the other way around. I feel like the, the child also has to be not rebellious towards, you know. You know, one of the things you keep saying is that immature emotions don't bring about God-honoring results, right? Yeah. Here's one of the things I think that that's a major problem is Immature emotions don't bring about God honoring results, but they all—they sometimes do bring about uh, self-honoring results. And so, when I act emotionally immature, I gratify myself because I just got you told. Mm -hmm. You know what mm. I'm saying? And so I'm building myself up, and I'm looking big in somebody else's eyes. But God is saying that didn't honor me. That 
that, yeah. that somehow right. you thought that it honored you. And we get so caught up into this gratification of we want to satisfy our flesh. We want to satisfy how we look in people's eyes. Mm -hmm. And so we continue in these emotions of anger. We in, we continue with these emotions that, that just um, uh, perpetuate this, this selfness, selfishness. Yeah. And we keep going in that direction. And God is saying, you know, that might have made you feel good. You know, in the end, but it it didn't it didn't honor, it didn't bring yeah. honor to me. Yeah, that's good. And it's like we're trusting our we're trusting our feelings. Mm -hmm. Our trust is misplaced. So if I just if I believe what I feel, I think at the end of the day, that's really uh, an important point. Don't believe everything you feel. Yeah, our feelings are ever changing. So we have to look at who is who doesn't change, who always remains the same, who's always there, so and good. then and then deal with emotions the way that he deals with emotions and the way he's telling us to deal with emotions. Yeah, mm. and and I feel like, you know, when when the Bible says that the only way we'll see the kingdom of God is if we're born again, mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of born again, new creation, you know, and. You, you know, I was I think I was sharing with you what I wanted to do with my kids for Christmas and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a part of me that, you know, I totally believe what's coming out of my mouth, you know, like me as a person, you know, like, I mean, everybody should be, you know, the same way. But like, I'm not just preaching up there. When I preach, I, I'm already thinking, especially when I'm in a sermon series, you know, I'm like, OK, how can I apply this sermon series personally to my life? Mm -hmm. And so right now we're on emotions and I'm on this thing of uh, new experiences. Uh, the only thing that could deal with deeply rooted issues are new experiences, right? That's why you have to be born again because you cannot have an, your old mindset and see the kingdom. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the only thing that will, you have to be willing to try new food, you know, in a sense, you know, because this food was no good. You have to be willing mm -hmm. to, all right, let's try, I'm going to recreate uh us putting up the tree uh, you know i was telling my daughter on the phone yesterday i go you know i'm gonna we're gonna put the tree up together this year and to my kids now all my kids are in their 20s mm -hmm. you, but we missed it and so she starts crying on the phone but that fast mm -hmm. so i'm like man I, I don't know even if we do it one time it'll i feel like it'll break some things yeah. that maybe we mm -hmm. haven't dealt with and that would be called a new experience mm -hmm. to some old to us new mm -hmm. that will shut the voice of every Mm -hmm. past voice that they've probably heard that was like, oh, I never had to do that with my parent. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a cry. I'm a cry. <laughs> we're going to take a cry break. Everyone <laughs> stick around as we're talking about emotions. Uh, stay tuned. Hey, how's it going? We are back, back to the radio. Yes, we are back. I'm like to the radio just to let everybody know in case you didn't know you were on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. oh, my goodness. Um, but Pastor was sharing, uh, Pastor Juan was sharing about um, you know, breaking breaking all of those things and having new experiences so that we can kind of like not only break generational curses, but in order for us to switch our behavior and and really get to the root of our emotions and what's causing those behaviors is we have to start having new experiences, you know? And so I think that I think we can all relate to that, right? Because we, we didn't just, we weren't born just knowing everything, you know? And so even if it's something simple, like what Pastor Juan said is trying new food, but new experiences of like, man, I'm not really comfortable with having conversations, but I don't like feeling upset every time I interact with this person. Or you know what? I don't like being vulnerable, so I don't like to share my emotions or my you know, sensitivity, but I'm gonna practice doing that a little bit more so that you can have a new experience. So I think that's, that's really awesome. 
Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm over here getting blown up on the phone and everything. I'm over here like, uh, but go ahead, y'all do your thing. No, <laughs> no, you good. I, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I, I'm loving the conversation. I'm loving everything we're talking about um, when it comes to emotions. And I just feel like a lot of times we don't really want to do the deep work. We uh, basically do temporary patchwork, you know, like we don't really. Jesus came to totally set us free. We're good with just saying that we're free, um, but not good at allowing someone to speak into those things in your life when they, you know, heart surgery, right? Mm -hmm. When when somebody looks at you and they go, man, I, I see this. Mm -hmm. We, we wanted, if, you know, we say that if you do the same thing, you get the same results. You get the same results. And we, everybody, it don't matter. You could go to a non-Christian and go, if you do the same thing, you know, they just talk about insanity. Everybody talks, yeah. everybody knows the saying, you know, if you continue to do the same thing, right? And it's like, but what, results. so then why do we keep doing this? Mm -hmm. Then my question is, then why? Why mm -hmm. do we continue to do the same thing? Especially as believers. I, I feel like we continue to do the same thing, the same things because we don't want to address the pain that would come up if we really deal with our emotions and we really mm -hmm. try to get to the root cause of the problem. And so what we don't realize is that whatever pain we would experience would be something that would be temporary, mm -hmm. mm. that God would actually through that temporary season of pain that we may experience, that God is trying to make us a new creation. Mm -hmm. God is trying to give us new experiences. Mm -hmm. God is trying to break things off of us. But if we're not even willing to recognize, as Pastor Stephanie said earlier, that we are in pain. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we stay with these same emotions because we're in denial. Yeah. We don't want to address that somebody hurt us. Mm -hmm. We want to pretend that it's all good. We love to say, it's all good. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. I'm good. Yeah, when we yeah, know that we're yeah, hurting yeah. on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so we don't, we, we get into this place where we're, we are fearful of reliving a pain. Mm -hmm. And God is saying again, do not fear because I will be with you. Mm -hmm. I will walk through it with you. I will place you in a community of people who have had the same or similar experiences mm. that can share with you how they overcame. Yeah. But the first step is recognizing mm. that you you have these feelings yeah. and that they're real and then from that recognition you're probably going to have to move into some forgiveness yeah. because once you recognize that you have this feeling the root cause may be somebody that hurt you mm -hmm. and so sometimes our emotions you know we just we're like the little hamster on the little wheel and we don't get off and we and we feel like we've gotten off but there's all this unforgiveness that we have in our lives where we haven't forgiven people so mm -hmm. then if we haven't forgiven people then we're still in that prison of unforgiveness mm -hmm. that sure person again. is still our jailer right, they're they're right. still there they may not even realize mm -hmm. that they're still there but that pain is still there it's still built up and it's like you have to acknowledge and then you have to move to that forgiveness so that you can get to that that total submission and surrender to God. You know, Pastor, you were, you were, you were talking about in your, your sermon the other day, you were talking about the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think we had to get to the place before we even acknowledge, even in acknowledging, as you say, we can't acknowledge something until it's been diagnosed. And the only way it can be really be diagnosed is we begin to look into the mirror of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Until until we submit ourselves, you know, you can sit and reflect all you all you want to, but until God really shows who you are up against who He is, mm -hmm. then you won't see you won't you won't that you need forgiveness. Yeah, you, you, you won't you won't even know what you need. Yeah, 
And so it will always be drawing straws. You you think, okay, this is about what mama, what mama did. Well, it might even be deeper than that. And 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 allowing yourself to sit before the presence of God and allow Him to diagnose that. And one of the things I I I was I was thought about after you preached is how that diagnosis is a daily occurrence. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you do in just a minute. Because there is stuff that I thought I dealt with yeah. in my life that continue to come up, and I have to continue to go back and say, "Okay, God, all right, I thought I dealt with this. Show me, show me what what about mm. this mm-hmm. that I need to deal with." And so yeah. we got to allow the Spirit of God to diagnose some things. He in goes us. into the depths too. Yeah. I, I like Psalms nineteen, twelve, fourteen. I read it in the Passion. I'm gonna read it again. Mm. Uh, How would I discern the waywardness of my heart? Uh, Lord, forgive my hidden flaws. Whenever you find them, keep cleansing me, which is kind of what you're stating. Uh, it says, keep cleansing me, God, and keep me from my secret selfish sins. May they never rule over me, for only then will I be free from fault and remain innocent of rebellion. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation thoughts and my meditation thoughts and every movement of my heart always be pure and, and pleasing, acceptable before your eyes. Yahweh, only my, my only redeemer and my protector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I, I, I really enjoy that because I think sometimes, I mean, well, forever, I think forever we're going to have to really like, like when you know you've struggled with something and uh, I feel like you, you, you don't meditate on that, but I, I think it try, the flesh tries to resurface it and it just depends how, because sometimes we nurture things not from a good place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it just depends mm-hmm. who you're hanging out with if mm-hmm. they st- maybe they act the way you used to act and it might pull some of like old you a little bit yeah uh and i f- that's why bad company corrupts good character mm-hmm. you know when you think of all those things and you're like man anything could really pull on the thing that flesh can you know mm-hmm. you know pull from flesh i feel like mm-hmm. spirit always pulls spirit mm-hmm. and i think a lot of times when i see david uh saying man my secret <laughs> My secret selfishness, the one he don't even realize, yeah. it just happens. Mm-hmm. I love, like in the, um, I think it's the New Living Translation, also it talks about the hidden faults, mm-hmm. like those things in the secret place. And I think sometimes, to that earlier question, we get to this place where we are so overwhelmed yeah. that we're like, man, it's so much stuff that I know that I did and that. I don't know that I did. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so then that leaves us in our emotions and our feelings also because mm-hmm. we're like in this analysis paralysis. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's so much that I've done. I'm never going to be able to figure out all the things I've done. So I'm just going to sit here and stay in these emotions and these feelings that I have mm-hmm. versus getting to that place of trusting God to reveal those things to us. And, and even in that, in reading that scripture, knowing that we don't have to try to understand everything, Mm -hmm. that we don't have to try to figure everything out, that we can say from this moment forward, God, I'm going to submit my emotions and my feelings to you, and I'm going to trust that if there are things in my past that do need to surface, that you will bring them up at the right time, and you're going to place uh, the right people in my life to help me deal with those things versus us just saying, oh, well, I'm just stuck, and I can't move forward. Trusting him to be our righteousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trusting him to be our righteousness, because one of the things you 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 said that the scripture is to uh, 
that you shared uh, Sunday was the heart is deceitfully wicked in all his mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. And when we diagnose that we have a sin problem, that's who that's who we are. And we can't, you were talking about the heart transplant, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I have a cousin, Anthony, who, who had a tra- heart transplant about two years, a little bit of, over two years ago. And literally uh, in, in that heart transplant, somebody had to die in order for him to have the heart. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we have to recognize that in order for us to, <laughs> in order That's for good. us to have the new heart and the new nature, we have mm-hmm. to recognize the cross, yeah. and always know that we are our hearts are deceitfully wicked. And if we don't, if we don't continue to uh, uh, take on the word, read the word, study the word, uh, Anthony has to take medication every every day because his body would automatically, even though it's the same blood type, mm-hmm. the body would automatically reject mm-hmm. the heart because of the different DNA. Yeah. And, and Christ's heart in us, if we don't con- consistently read his word, study his word, and apply his word in our life, the sin nature in us will reject everything that's good about, about the word of God and go back to his whole ways. Yeah. In looking at that, um, just reading Colossians 3, 1 through 4, it says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ mm-hmm. in God. When Christ who is your life appears, mm-hmm. then you also will appear with him in glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. So it's almost like hiding ourselves in Christ so that the real us can be revealed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you thinking? I was thinking of the, the transplant thing that you were talking about, Pastor mm-hmm. Todd, because um, you have to find the right, you know what I mean, in, in the physical part, the right, the perfect match, DNA, mm-hmm. blood type, all of that, um, which I haven't researched this, but I'm sure there has been times. <laughs> You're like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> there, I'm sure there has been times where it, it may be, you know, in a third world country or malpractice or something like that where something that wasn't the right match was mm. transplanted, right? Mm. And so it was replaced. And so say they gave them a heart that wasn't the right blood type mm. or anything like that. You and your body would then fail, mm-hmm. die, or have horrible symptoms after that. You mm. know what I mean? Because the heart transplant wasn't the thing that matched with, you know. And I think a lot of us probably walk around for a long time with the incorrect transplant, right? Mm. We've transplanted the heart Mm. of God that he is supposed to have in us with something else, whether it was a heart of desire, whether it was a heart of um, pride or heart of any of those things. You know what I mean? So we're malfunctioning. And you're like, you're tripping. (laughs) You're like, man, I'm in pain. Man, I'm this. And it's just like, no, let's go back to what was the original design. This is the perfect match, and we're made in his likeness and his image, so it, it would make sense that our heart matches, <laughs> and we're, he's the perfect match for us, you know? Um, but it just goes back to all of the diagnosis and self-evaluation, and obviously, first and foremost, the word. But I think, you know, a lot of times, we, like Pastor Tanya was sharing, is that we look at these Stay right these there. Stay things. right there. Hold on. We look at the different things, and we'll be right back <laughs> with what those things are. We'll be right back, man. Super this real. Hey, what's going on? I'm over here trying to mess around with G. He don't want to look this way when he count down with that three, that weird three he be in. He be throwing a weird uh, hand sign. He be like, he be three, like four, two, two one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you know what, man? We've been talking about feelings and emotions. This has been great. Things. You left off at things. 
right? Yeah. So um, when we were talking about of diagnosing, we we look at the product afterwards instead of mm-hmm. looking at the process that happened before that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we we think, oh well, this is this is the issue. It's this that's making me feel this way or anything like that. But going back to the root of it and saying, okay, well like Pastor Todd was sharing, maybe it was a family yeah. hurt. Maybe it was unforgiveness that mm-hmm. I had in there. But I, I love what you guys share on trusting God. Because um, Pastor actually had said um, in the in the same vein of God being the surgeon is that <laughs> he that. has never he has <laughs> never failed an operation. <laughs> he's never failed an operation. Oh, he's never you know failed, what yeah. I mean? He's, so it's like sometimes we look at trusting God and we put him through the lens of how maybe people have uh, abused our trust or, or any right. relationships we like definitely that. Do that and we try to put God in that same category thinking that he's going to fail us but he's not us he's mm-hmm. not our parents he he's even not tells our us he's spouses. like I'm not a man that yeah. I should lie yeah. like Amen. It, it's like you could read it mm-hmm. and still like there situations you feel like oh well he gonna let me down like mm-hmm. he's perfect he he batting like every time he up to bat now Jesus Christ mm-hmm. another home run you know like mm-hmm. you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, yeah. like yeah, if yeah. it was football they're yeah. like touchdown <laughs> Jesus Christ again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're surprised yeah and we're surprised five hundred seventy five is yeah they're like he's been playing every sport for two thousand years he has never dropped the ball yeah. one person against twelve yeah <laughs> no fact. It's, it's, and so we treat it that way. That's really good. We got a little bit of time. And sure. you know what? It would be unfair for us have to have our guests, Miss Tanya on here. That's a TK. And Pastor right. Tanya, PT. And not. TK. TK. And not running through some segments. Yeah, so we're going to uh, have a little fun. And we're going to keep it real because it's our first time. We almost had to do in karaoke. That would have been fun. <laughs> she, was she, was she was down. I was ready. She was down. down. She, she said, oh, y'all going to have the lyrics on the screen or y'all going to have them up here right, for me? Where right. I got to look? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was uh, prepping. And are you going to give me a wireless mic yeah, so I can advance the moves today? You We're going to start it with Dear Younger Me. So Dear Younger Me, we like to do Back to the Future, put you in the DeLorean, take us back to a younger version of yourself. Tell us what that, what age you were, what you were like, and if you could give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Um, so I guess I'll take myself back to my ninth grade self. So ninth at the time grade. I was about 14 years old. Okay. And um, I was a member of the band. I okay. played the flute. Oh, what? Okay. Yes, I played the flute. Oh, I my was. Baby got um, skills now. <laughs> um, I was probably more of a nerd. Uh, okay. I was definitely not a part of the cool kids. Okay. I was more on the, you know, do your work. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it paid uh, off. It did. It oh off. my goodness! It's okay. amazing how when you look back at your younger self and you look at not in a comparison way but you look at all the cool kids and all the cool people and where they are Mm -hmm. and you're just like wow thank you jesus you took care of me through all of that (laughs) yeah and so um so i think i would tell my younger self to um you know at the time when i was 14 years old i wasn't necessarily walking with the lord Mm -hmm. you know my mom was a believer my dad was an atheist and so um so i think i would tell my younger self to um, find God sooner. Mm. Mm. You know, I feel like God was always, he always had his hand on me, but I wasn't always looking at him. Mm-hmm. And mm. so I think that um, if I would have found him sooner, I would have found my true self sooner. That's, That's good. really good. That's mm-hmm. good. Hey, let me, let me, you know, this is, yeah, I'm going to put you back in the okay. DeLorean. You, you came back and I'm like, what up? 
I'm putting you back in. So you're going back into the DeLorean. Uh, you know, aka Dr. Love, right? So I got a, I, I want a, a relationship question here. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put you back I'm in there. to when you first, how long y'all been married now? 19 years. Mm-hmm. 19. So I'm going to put you back. Mm-hmm. And what would you say, according to what you know now in marriage, mm-hmm. what would be some advice mm-hmm. that you would give to yourself in the beginning that would have probably saved a lot of, you know, right? Because, I mean, married that long, you, everybody has their issues. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you made it. Right. So what would be something you would say to that, Tanya, that would probably help another married couple? You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I guess it's interesting to me because I think that by the time we got married, I was already in a space of, the Lord was the head of my life. Mm. And so I think that when you aren't looking for man to satisfy you and to be your all in all, but when you place God in that role of the lover of your soul, the one who provides every need, I think that a lot of times in married couples, they start off, you know, I want this perfect marriage, this white picket fence, mm. and they're looking toward the other person to be the person that gives them that. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. God is ultimately our source. Mm -hmm. He is the one who shows us how to love. He's the one who leads us, guides us, and directs us. So I would say, don't look for your husband to be the one who is the provider. God is the provider. Mm -hmm. And so as your husband submits to God and you submit to God, then you're always going to meet at the place that God wants you to be at. I know that between the two of us, I mean, there were times, oh my goodness, there were times where (laughs) we used to uh, argue and fight in the beginning. And so my husband, it was never like some knockdown drag out, but my husband would always say, you bravo. And he would start clapping his hands. He would say bravo if we would get in an argument. Because I mean, from a young age, I've been quick. She's a lawyer. I've been quick with my words. She's a lawyer. And so he was like, um, you're, you're, you're bravo. You're not even giving me time to process. You're not even, you know, listening to what I have to say because, I mean, I was always quick with my words. And so, you know, in us learning each other, me learning that, you know, words have impact, mm-hmm. words have meaning. And so am I thinking about what God wants me to say or not say? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we have an opinion and we're always trying to share. And sometimes God is saying, no, I don't want yeah. you to say that. Yeah. No, I'm going to handle that. There were times there were things that he did that weren't necessarily the right things. And I never challenged him on those things. I took it to, to, to God in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, you show him. You show him. Yeah. And then And then he would come back and say, you know, I knew that you knew this, but I so appreciate you for not you know, riding me. I so appreciate you for not calling me out on that. I so appreciate you for just loving me through that. That's good. Mm. Uh, let me chime in on that that part. Mm. First of all, <laughs> two two things. You remember you ain't when, I, when I when I <laughs> when I when I said when I said when I said what I would say bravo. I would encourage. You know, the Bible says, "Don't let the sun go down on your on your raft." We had arguments, and I don't want to say we didn't. Yeah, well, but I can never, I can never, but but I can honestly, in 19 years, I can never really remember something where we went to bed where we didn't laugh before we went to bed. Yeah, 
where it wasn't some kind of, even if I laughed at the way she got over on me, <laughs> I would be like amazed. And we would, we would find some way to hug it out, to kiss it out, to laugh. And, that, and laughter does the heart good like a medicine. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she has really been just incredible, incredible wife with, there was one moment I, 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 I did, I, I did something that was just out of the way. And um, I knew she knew. And I came home, and I came home ready. I came home ready to get get the flack, to get the hurt, to get and to fuss with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she came in, kissed me on the cheek, went over. I don't know if you cooked that night or whatever. I was wondering whether to eat the food or not. <laughs> <laughs> But for months and months, never said anything, never said anything. And finally, the the Lord just convicted me and said, hey, you need to apologize. Mm -hmm. And I think when 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 we take the Bible seriously and when the Bible says that you can win your your husband with with your chase conversation, that's a true thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he when a man feels honored. And and I will let this part out. Tanya has always made more money than me. Mm-hmm. When we when we married, she her salary probably tripled mine as it relates to income. But I've always been the head of the household. She's always honored the man I, I've been, and I think those type of things, those 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 keys that we find in scripture, are so so uh, such a blessing for a man to feel and to want to come home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To feel honored, to feel loved, to feel respected. Amen. And plus you're cute too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to maybe take a couple of minutes to uh, end with the last one with the struggle was real, right? So we hear all the time the struggle is real, but mm-hmm. we want to share because we're real people, we're real solutions, real problems and real solutions. Yeah. Something that um, you struggled with and how you overcame it just in a couple of minutes. So I think something that I always struggled with was low self-esteem. Mm. You know, I feel like at an early age, you know, the enemy tries to attack you in certain places mm-hmm. and you may not even realize it at the time. Yeah. But I can just remember, um, you know, just with my appearance, just with my confidence, it was just not built up. Mm. And so, um, so the struggle was just so real, like for years, like into my 20s, even into my 30s. Mm-hmm. And I think it really stemmed from looking for acceptance from people. And it's like when you look for acceptance from people, what they want changes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, so then I was always like you know well okay I'm trying to be this person or I'm trying to be this person or I'm trying to be this person and so it was not until I you know started reading the word until I started seeking God and I was like no I want to be who you call me to be I want to be who you created me to be Mm -hmm. and I think so oftentimes um the pitfalls that we that we stumble over, those obstacles that we stumble over, are so tied to our identity. Mm-hmm. And it's not until um, you know I found my identity in Christ, and I said, "I am who you say I am," and I meditated and thought on those things. That's where transformation really came for me. So what would you tell um, someone, uh, maybe like first steps for them to do if they are like, man, you know, that's my struggle right now. I just, I struggle with that right now and I don't even know where to start. I feel like it's impossible other than, you know, reading your word, maybe some practical things that they can do. Right. I think the first thing that you have to do and 
is to, um, I'm just going to say, limit your social media. Mm -hmm. I think so oftentimes we're on social media and we're comparing ourselves mm -hmm. to these perfectly curated lives, mm -hmm. and it's not even real. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about, you know, you see a husband and a wife, they're smiling one day, but then the next day they're divorced, and you're <laughs> like, okay, that was yesterday. You were smiling. You were having a good time. What's going they're on like, today? That picture was old. <laughs> exactly. That's usually the case. And so, you know, I think it's like, wow. you know, limit your social media until mm -hmm. you know who you are that's good because once mm -hmm. you know who you are you can walk that out and you're not do going through those comparisons mm -hmm. I think it is like looking up scripture I think so oftentimes we look at the Bible and we think it's a challenge I mean Google is the perfect you know scriptures on who God says I am yeah. scriptures on who God says I can be scriptures on you know I'm his daughter I'm his son I'm his child mm -hmm. and so then start Re retweaking your mind, start yeah. renewing your mind to who God says that you are. And I think if you can do those two things um, and then get yourself in a community mm -hmm. where there are other people who are there who can also um, feed into that identity of who you are in Christ, mm -hmm. and it's not through your own strength or mm -hmm. through your own power, um, but it's through his and your identity is found in him, then I think that's where true freedom <coughs> is. Absolutely. Hey, so you know what? Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for awesome, having me. Thank you for I, having Todd, me. He was just staring at you, man. He, <laughs> he right now, he's just like, loving you. You know, he was Turn all in out the, the lights. Hey, <laughs> so don't forget Philippians uh, says, don't worry. Uh, about anything but in everything through prayer and petition and thanksgiving Thank present you. your request to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts in the mind in Christ Jesus don't forget that have a good night Juan Martinez from This Is Real and I'm Stephanie Rave and we're so glad you joined us if you enjoyed the show be sure to like share and subscribe and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode and don't forget in Houston Texas on 100.7 FM every single Saturday night we're on the airwaves from 630 to 730 man with real people real problems real solutions the show is rocking Amen. but not only that not only is the show rocking we're also reaching 53 cities 51 state and county jails and prisons and what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them we're bringing them some laughter fire. and some good times and some fire Amen. and so uh for that we need some partners so if you want to partner with us please click on the link below and don't forget to follow us on social media hashtag this is real or on any other platforms pastor juan martinez hey that's a wrap peace